The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What in the fucking hell has happened this week? Well, still not as quite as explosive as I thought it would be. Um, I'm not disappointed. I'll tell you that. I'm not disappointed. Like I really? I I think by um Friday night I was like, okay, so like it's going to be big, but it's not going to be as big as we, I'm like thinking. I'm thinking there's going to be like criminal allegations and shit. <laughs> um and obviously that didn't happen. But it was really good. What was your most, uh, your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway. Um, Vince and Hunter and everybody at that company are fucking scumbags. Okay. How about a specific incident? Um, I have two. That really made me fucking mad. Like okay. really mad. So the first was when Gallows and Anderson were attempting to get all their contracts together. They had an offer from pretty much every company out there, um, but they were going to go to AEW, which, <laughs> why? Anyway, um, while they were, and this was last September, they were going over their contract, and Hunter looked at Carl, and he said, Carl... When I look at you, I see your kids, which is why I can't let you go to AEW because they're not proven. And I can't let you do that. What a fucking scumbag. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. I love you, Hunter, but you're fucking scumbag. Um, but turns out uh, they're not the only ones who had it done to them because Mike and Maria had it done as well. They're like, you have a family to think about. And here, we're a family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never would have thought of it as a family. I don't... That's not no! Never! Uh -uh. Like, that makes me... Because I think Mike was more like, yeah, right. But Maria was like, yeah, we're a family. And then look what happened. Like, uh, Carl and... and gallows i kind of get i'm like okay they took it for the money like let's be real who wouldn't take it for a million dollars a year that's true i'd fucking take it. you take it like why not but um like mike and maria i feel like they especially maria was more like oh i want to end my career here i want to go back to the wwe and do everything and then look what happened but she's pissed now like she's fucking pissed now really yeah she like cried on the ring of honor podcast huh. he's like how dare you treat me like that i'm like exactly 
Um, but yeah, I feel like Talk and Shop was pretty much the most explosive thing. Other than Slammiversary. I'm just kind of glad to know that they don't get along with Cody. They don't. Um, also, <laughs> they fucking hate Heyman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, I, you know, on this show, we, you and I, when Heyman was hired, we were like, I, I remember saying, I don't trust him, but he's going to be the Patsy. I thought it would be really good with him, though. I know. But I don't trust him. And look what happened! Nobody should have trusted him because apparently, I'm starting to get a theme here where, like, Heyman told these people, like, sold them a lot of shit. Like, guess what? I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna make every- You're gonna be great. I mean, he's the- he's a really good talker, so that makes he total is. sense. Um... But, basically, let's talk about the Heyman thing. Because the Heyman thing is something. Um, so, basically, what happened was when they re-signed, um, Heyman was coming in. And Carl, much like Jen probably would, was like, oh, my God, Heyman's got our best interest. It's going to be great. I'm a Paul Heyman guy or a girl. And Gallows, much like me, was like, I don't trust him. <laughs> I don't trust him. And G- Carl's like, Psh, you should trust him. He's got great ideas for him. Sorry, I can't even say it. And um, turns out, uh, Heyman, according to Vince, because who fucking knows if this is true, Heyman was the one who brought them up to be fired. Yeah, that's true. Vince could have lied. Exactly. But here's my thought process. Here's what I think happened is Heyman from all the scuttlebutt he heard from everybody else Heyman was like they're on the list and then went to Vince and like here's my list and Vince was like sure! That's mm-hmm. what I think happened. I don't think I Vince ever too. like I think Vince didn't even know who these people were. <laughs> Honestly, he's like, all right, cool. Fire all those people. Yeah. 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 But I, um, apparently what had happened was after they got this million dollar deal, um, there were a lot of people back there who were jealous of the million dollar deal. Jamie Noble, Michael Hayes. And, um, they found out how much money they were supposedly making, which apparently the rumor was a lot more than they actually were making, and uh, went to Heyman and said, this is bullshit. Why would they pay these guys so much money when they're not even that good? So basically, they're just high school girls. <laughs> this, this whole situation... I don't know. That sounds like any workplace, honestly. It does, but it def- definitely is kind of a catty high school girl thing that he would be like, oh, psh, psh, did you hear how much they're making? Psh, psh, psh. Let's go tell Heyman how much they're making. Psh, psh, psh. Yeah, that just sounds like work to me. Yeah. Which, the funny thing is everybody's just like, oh my god, you're not supposed to talk about it. Oh, bullshit, you know they're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when Carl, Carl was still very uh, high on Heyman, Heyman said, you guys, I would never hurt you. 
And if you catch me lying to you or hurting you in any way, you, you feel free to go on the internet and bury me. Well, <laughs> well, Gallows buried him. And Carl was just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, basically, uh, Gallows said so many words. Fuck you, Heyman. Fuck all the guys who talked about us. Fuck you, you stupid motherfuckers. Uh, and they told the whole story. And Gallo said, Heyman is a liar and a piece of shit human being. Huh. Yeah. And uh, apparently, AJ uh, found out all about the scuttlebutt going on. And AJ went to Heyman. And Heyman was like, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about, AJ? I don't know. And then AJ was like, I don't believe you. You're a liar. So then AJ went around and asked some people. And then finally AJ was like, I'm going to go talk to Vince about this. And he went into Vince's office and was like, hey, Vince, what the fuck happened? And Vince was like, pal, it was Heyman. It was all Heyman. <laughs> and then AJ flipped his shit and went to Heyman. And yeah, so but the rumor going around was like AJ was bullied backstage and all this, and he wasn't. Uh, according to Gallows and Anderson, the only people who bullied him were Gallows and Anderson, and that was only to get a bus. I mean, I can't see AJ giving a shit if he got bullied or not. Yeah, that's what they said. They were like, uh, I, AJ would just punch him in the mouth. So, yeah, no. Yeah, the, he. The, I do see it though. The only people who really bullied AJ was Gallows and Anderson to get that bus. <laughs> and guess the last raw that they attended to. Guess what they were doing? What? Getting drunk on AJ's bus. <laughs> and then, uh, apparently, they called them in and they're like, "Hey, we need you guys come here." And it was like thirty minutes before raw started, and he's. They're like, oh, "Shit, we've been drinking. Like, what? What's up?" Uh -oh. And they're like, so we want you to, to uh, go out and have a match with Drew. And they're like, oh, okay. And they're like, here's the finish. We're going to put Gallows on the bottom and Carl on the top. And Drew's going to pin you both at the same time. <laughs> and they were like, we're too drunk for this. <laughs> Which, and everybody's like, it's not a burial. That's a fucking burial. Are you kidding me? Like, don't get me wrong. I love Drew. Love Drew. Everybody loves Drew. I've not heard a bad thing about Drew. But what in the fucking fuck? <laughs> Seriously. Like, it sounds right, though. It does. They're like, hey, guess what? They're like, no, we're drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, oh, the man. next week they were fired. So. Well, I mean, they were drunk. Yeah. yeah. But they were told, like, hey, we got nothing for you. And they're like, great, let's go on the bus and have a good time. And I was like, didn't they use that as their, their reason for firing them? No. no. They were just like, we. We, we don't have anything for you. And that's a really large contract. We'd have nothing for you. 
I'm so surprised they signed it in the first place. Seriously. I'm kind of glad they did, though, because then they would they would have gone to AEW. And then I would have been Hiromu Takahashi on the ground screaming, Why? Why? Well, they teased it with that picture with the Bucks and got everybody confused. Yeah. And then we come to find out that the Bucks hated their guts for months. <laughs> I mean, not that I would care if the Bucks hated my guts. I wouldn't care. Apparently they did. We wouldn't care. We'd no. be like, eh. Well, burn that bridge. <laughs> Next. Um, but also, uh, apparently, they, uh, <laughs> they had a storyline. In AEW? They had a storyline for AEW already. Before they even showed up, they were like, we got a storyline for you, and it's great. So that storyline would have been the first night of Dynamite when Jen and I watched it and buried it. Um, they were going to run from the crowd and attack the elite. That's original. Very original. Don't really care about it. But never seen that before. I know, right? I have never even thought that that would happen. So original. Um, the crazy, well, one of the crazy things that we found out was 2017, uh, they already regretted signing with the WWE about a year in and, uh, wanted New Japan to take them back. See, that just more makes sense. Why did they re-sign? I don't understand. One million dollars. Don't care. They were that miserable. Like, well, you know what they they thought was going to happen, right? They're like, oh, they'll use us er here and there, but really, we'll just be sitting at home the whole time getting the check. Um, that didn't happen. Yeah. Um. So Carl, Carl thought that Hunter was their friend too. He's not. See, this is disappointing because we thought Hunter was the good one. I know. Part of me wonders if Hunter is brainwashed. That could be too. Yeah. Brainwashing. It's a, it's a serious thing. Also, either that or he just wants to keep the fact that he'll own the company after the old man dies. So, you know. You know. Gotta, gotta mind your P's and Q's while the old man's still kicking. Mm, that makes sense too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, Ryan Satin asked, why didn't you just go into Vince's office? Because that's what people are going to ask you. Why didn't you just go into Vince's office more? And they said that they tried. And that gals would pitch ideas, but then, like, other people would have the ideas like the next week. Hmm. And Vince would be like, isn't it original? And gals would be like, no! Because <laughs> I came up with it. Um, and then they just kind of realized that uh, they weren't wanted. In Vince's office. Mm. Yeah. And that uh, when they would go in with AJ, he'd only talk to AJ. They just kind of stand there awkwardly like, so, are we in the conversation? Or Yeah, he would just talk to AJ. 
could see that. Uh, which they said, obviously, they will still love AJ, so that has nothing to do with, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, the really nice thing, though, is that Impact, back in 2019, they were one of the companies that offered them a deal. And they said, that's a really good deal. And they didn't think Impact could offer them that much money because apparently the rumors they heard that Impact was dying. But apparently, huh, it's not. And um, basically, they said, that's a bunch of money. And there were only two people who went above what Impact offered. Huh. New Japan and WWE. So... Um, basically, and for what they said, the, uh, the amount of money between the New Japan deal and the WWE deal was, like, a lot. It wasn't, right. like, a couple grand. It was, like, a lot of money. Hundreds of thousands. Makes sense. It makes sense. Um, so, um, apparently... Once they got the call that, uh, hey, you're fired, Impact called them within 48 hours mm. and said, hey, you want to come over? And they're like, what's the money look like? <laughs> and they're like, you know that deal we offered you back, back in September? And they're like, yeah. They're like, you can do that and go to New Japan. And they're like, well, fuck. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> it literally went like that. <laughs> like wow it was so easy who would have thought obviously AEW had their mouth shut for a while yeah um where am I at oh um one little tidbit um Gallows and I both agreed that Dolph Ziggler sounds like a poor name porn star name and it sounds a lot like Dirk Diggler (laughs) Are they Dolph Ziggler fans or no? Yeah, they like him, but they're like, that's a porn star name. Why would you give him that name? His name's Nick. Why would you give him a porn star name? I'm like, thank you. Why would you give him a porn star name? Sounds like Dirk Diggler. And you know what? My mom even says it too. Like when I say Dolph Ziggler, she goes, oh, you mean Dirk Diggler? I'm like, thank you. Sounds like a porn name. And not a good one. Um, let's see. Guys, I have a lot of notes. Um, but yeah, Rocky did, did, um, confirm that the Bucks actually texted Rocky, who they know is friends with them, and has a podcast with them and said, these motherfuckers screwed us. (laughs) That's kind of catty. Kind of very catty. Um, all right, so Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so what had happened was it was about 1 a.m. when they were supposed to take off, and they were all waiting to get on the plane, and Vince, Brock, and Heyman walked by, and they're waving at people. They're like, bye, 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 fuck you, bye. And I'm like, why am I not surprised <laughs> Yeah, so they get on their plane, and uh, they start letting them on the big plane, right? Everybody else on the big plane. 
And uh, about an hour passed and they were like, oh, we're just waiting for some people to show up. And they kind of looked around and they're like, well, it seems like everybody's here, but okay. Like, maybe there's some people who, you know, aren't here. Uh-huh. Uh, and then an hour later, they were like, hey, there's like something going on with the air traffic control. And like, we can't take off yet. And uh, they're like, that we've been sitting here for a couple hours like okay i guess but like they they started to feel a little like okay something's going on because they could see like mark carano and uh michael hayes who are left in charge of everybody just kind of like oh hey like kind of whispering to themselves and they're like oh okay so then 4 (laughs) a.m they found out that vince pulled the plug on the saudi feed and then they can hear over like the higher ups headsets they can hear people yelling at each other and they're like okay this is this isn't good this is this this is really not good now mind you it's a plane of 128 wrestlers and crew do you think they're gossiping like fucking high school girls of course of course so they're like oh shit like what's going on so 5 a.m. Now, mind you, they were supposed to leave at 1. This is 5 a.m. now, and they're still on the plane. They haven't left the plane yet. They're on the plane, and there's no air conditioning. So they're still sitting there. And all of a sudden, like, Mark Carano, Michael Hayes get off the plane, and they can hear arguing, and Gals is like, I need a fucking drink right now. And Carl's like, are we under, are we being held hostage? What's happening? So then everybody's all on their phone tweeting, and that's about the time that they're like, okay, so we're going to get the top guys the bray wyatts the roman reigns and we're gonna get them off the plane and we're gonna get them a plane and they're gonna fight a smackdown uh so gals is like okay so apparently we're mid-card figured uh they're like yeah i guess we're mid-card and gals looks over at carl and he's like they're gonna come shoot up the full mid-card aren't they they're gonna kill us on this plane I was like, no, no, they're not. Well, um, at that point, they're both wanting drinks because apparently they think they're in a hostage situation. And uh, Carl's texting his wife saying, tell the kids I love them. And Gallows is like, son, I have a ring hidden in my, in my room. I need you to just know it's there. Fast forward four more hours. They're still on the plane. It is 9 a.m. Carl looks over at Michael Hayes, who's back, and he goes, are we being held hostage? And Michael is like, no, no, we're not. <laughs> Why would you ask that? And Gal is like, yeah, we're, we're being held hostage. And everybody else is like, oh, like all the people who like the crew of the plane, they're like, oh, no, there's just an issue with the plane. But then there's like government officials outside and they're just like, um, this doesn't seem like there's an issue with the plane. Finally, 11 a.m., they let them get off the plane after being on the plane since 1 a.m. Mm. And they're like, well, we've, we have a hotel room for you. And we're just, we're going to let you guys get some rest. We're going to fix the plane. We're going to fix the plane. And then we'll leave. <laughs> and they're like, uh, okay. What, what else are you going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So get off the plane. They get on a bus and all of them, and they're just driving around because there is no hotel. There's no hotel. They're trying to find them a hotel. 
So they're just driving around on a bus trying to find a hotel. In Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Yeah. No booze. No booze. No beers. Yeah. So finally they get to the hotel and Carl's like, I'm going to go take a nap. Cal's like, I'm going to the buffet. <laughs> Which apparently they have a really good seafood buffet. Hmm. I wouldn't trust it, but okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, they started talking amongst themselves. They're like, you know, I really thought they were going to shoot up the mid card. And Cal was like, yeah, I thought that too. But then I looked over and saw Randy Orton. So then I knew they weren't going to kill us. Because, <laughs> you know, Randy's here. Um. And finally, uh, 4 a.m. the next day, they get on the plane and leave. I'm surprised Randy Orton wasn't, like, Escorted into the private jet. No, well, that, plus I'm surprised he wasn't showing his ass. Apparently he was pissed, but he wasn't about to show his ass with the government officials with guns outside the plane. Well, I just meant, you know, with WWE. Oh, yeah. He's probably sitting there going, I'm going to get some more fucking money out of this <laughs> bullshit i love it how it's like oh we're all gonna die and then he looks oh wherever andy's here we're not gonna die <laughs> um and then they they both got to thinking about it and gals was like there's too many rich famous white men on this plane they're not gonna kill us <laughs> and i'm like yeah true it's true Oh, man. Oh, man is right. Um, but also, Ryan sat and was like, well, at least you won the best tag team in the world. And Gal's like, well, naturally, we did. <laughs> I'm like, duh. Um, also, they said that the food was good. The food was good. Um, the flight was horrible. The lack of booze was terrible. The heat was unbearable. But the food was good. <laughs> and then they got hella trashed once they got over international waters. All of them? That probably all them. of them, but Gallows Anderson said they wanted to get a whole box of wine and just start, like, <laughs> going to town. Um, but the uh, they decided to tell everybody that it is a, a rumor that you it, Saudi is the big payday. Hmm. That is a rumor. Um, apparently... If you're like a big guy like Hogan, Goldberg, Flair, Hunter, Sean, all them, yeah, you get a big payday. But if you're like some guy who's just on the roster normally, they said that you end up breaking even because you lose money on house shows. Hmm. So really, you break even. Interesting. I'm like, well, fuck that. Why would you go? Um, also, when they went back to Saudi Arabia the last time, they walked out on the runway, and it was the same fucking plane as the first time oh, when no. they got held hostage. It was the same plane. Same exact plane. Same numbers and everything. Well, they were fixing it. They fixed it. You just look. You know what? I could see it now. Just looking at it, be like, I'm not going. I can't. I can't do this. Or just getting hella drunk on the way there. Hmm. you know yeah um 
but yeah, this all led up to um, Flammiversary. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So they announced at midnight they were going to Impact and would be at Slammiversary. I screamed so loud that I scared my dogs, even though I knew what was happening. You were just happy not to hear AEW. Exactly. Again, I would have been Hiromu had they said AEW. I would have been on the ground screaming, why? And then ran out my door. But they didn't. So, um, yeah. So they went to Impact. So y'all kind of knew what was going to happen. But still, I there was a Okay. I like knew I was so concrete until the day of and then I'm like oh fuck oh no this could happen oh my god they could go to AEW oh my god this is happening oh my god anxiety Mm -hmm. kicks in because you know we both have anxiety and Mm -hmm. like you know something's gonna turn out that way but your mind just goes to the worst possible option all the time so then that's what happened and I was like oh fuck this is happening. They're going to go to AEW. I text Jen and I was like, Jen, it's happening. They're going to go to AEW. I can feel it now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And um, I, they didn't. They didn't. So I was right every day up until the day that they announced it. And then, you know, I don't know. I don't know why I got so nervous. I don't know. Probably because that is the nightmare scenario. Because then we couldn't watch him anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Um, on top of announcing that they're going to Impact, uh, we got some more details on Talking Shop of Mania, including a trailer for Talking Shop of Mania. And I, for one, love the madness. The chaos is going to be amazing. Oh, gosh. Uh, Jen, did you watch the trailer? I don't think I watched the trailer. Yeah, well, you sent me something. You sent me... Yeah. I mean, I read who all was going to be there. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I don't know. I feel like it's going to, well, I don't know. You like that kind of stuff, though. It's going to be like, all over the place. It's going to be all over the place. Chavo Guerrero's there. Yeah. 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 Enzo's there. That'll probably be my bathroom break. You say Enzo? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But um, Maria and Mike got booked. I did see that. But also, can we just talk about how it's going to be Sex Ferguson versus Chad Tubag in a boner yard match? And guess who the commentators are? He's Slater and Hawkins getting drunk on lawn chairs while they watch. <laughs> Quality. Quality. Mwah. Better than WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> And in the trailer, just like, what are we watching? <laughs> They're just on the lunch. You're like, what the fuck's happening? Oh my god, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, but I'm just like, oh god, I don't see. I don't think everybody else is ready for this. <laughs> like the the unwat on uh, the washed masses. I don't think they're ready for this. Probably not. No, no. Like, I understand the whole universe, and I'm just like, what did you do? (laughs) Apparently, it's TVMA, too, so who knows what's going to happen? Oh, my God. Also, like, randomly, we're going to see the hot Asian wife hula hooping. 
That's her new talent, I guess. Interesting. I'm just like, (laughs) I don't know what's happening. It's gonna, it's gonna be truly something. How much is it again? Uh, It is fourteen ninety nine now that I oh now that I oh know the price. There you go. I don't feel bad though because. Gallows and Anderson didn't know the price either. They're like, it's $13.95 or $14.99 or something like that. Oh my God. And I was like, what? How much did I pay? And I was like, oh, $14.99. That's right. Also, I think last week I said $13.99. So who knows how much it is? It's, under it's 20 bucks. Under $15 for the biggest mind fuck you'll ever see. And if you partake in alcoholic beverages or that of the cannabis variety, you will have a great time. You'll have a great time. And if not, you'll just be like, what the fuck did I watch? And then you'll watch it again. You'll be like, this is genius. Just get a little higher and watch it again. Just get, have a, a glass of wine and then watch it again. And then have another glass of wine. And maybe a shot of tequila. And then be like, wow, this is great. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, if you are all like, oh my God, AEW, oh my God, WWE, you're probably going to hate it. Let's be real. But if you're like us and you just like hot mess things, such as the show, then uh, you'll love it. It is like the, oh, too bad we can't have a wrestling show. <laughs> Again, our show would be amazing. But still. Yeah. I would book Heath Slater on my commentary. Oh my god, me too. And I'd be like, you want to get drunk? You get drunk! At one point, I would have a four-man booth and have us and Gals Anderson drunk calling a match. I'd be like, take your pants off! Oh my god. Hey. They would get jello shots. We'd have a tray of jello shots. <laughs> we would. There would be we a stripper have, pole somewhere. Who would we put? Who would we put walking around with the jello shots? Do they have to be released? Oh, they do. Jay White's having the jello <laughs> shot tray in a in, in a bathing in like bathing suit or something. And then at one point, there's going to be a Tamatonga dance break. <laughs> and be like, do your sexual dancing. Oh, my God. Hey, if they could have the Nitro Girls back in the 90s, we could have a Tamatonga dance break. Could. Be good. We could have Haku call a match. Yeah. Eh, about calling a match. We could have him do something. He has to do something. He could knock out Enzo. He could. He could. I like this idea. Tam- no, you know what? Him and Tama do it. That would be entertaining. That would be entertaining. Right? Right? Um, also, we would have to have Mojo Raleigh be released because I need him to, like, bring some energy. He could be the shot, the jello he shot. He could. Thing. He could be our surprise guest. Oh, he could walk around with the bottle of liquor, like, where he pours it in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll just be like, liquor time! <laughs> Like, this shit's going crazy. I need more. He could be our cabana boy. Yeah. We could have, oh my God, we could have a cabana and like, like margaritas. 
Mm-hmm. And he could sit with us and call a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could. You know who else I would get? Hmm. I would get, now that she's, uh, you know, not signed, uh, Kyrie Sane. She could have a match. True. Dressed as a pirate. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's not all craziness. We're going to have some matches, guys. Chris Bay. I know Chris Bay. We could get Chris Bay on our show. (laughs) Uh, Johnny Swinger. Yeah. Yeah, this could happen, guys. Not really. We don't have money. No. But if there's going to be like a talking shop of mania, too, and you want a female commentary team, <laughs> hey. <laughs> also, we'll be drunk. We'll do it for cheap, too. We'll do it for cheap. Just like let us hang out with you and buy us drinks <laughs> and maybe dinner. Just buy us dinner. We like food. That's true. Just like put get put the co- corporate account on DoorDash and just let us keep getting food. Like get us hooters <laughs> and shit, and we'll be good. Like we are not expensive dates. Plus, we need a vacation. So. <laughs> we need a vacation. There you go. Um. All right. Slammiversary. So after. The uh, bombshell podcast we got Slammiversary. Jen, did you watch? No, I figured. Um, so I read the, about it. I know you did. We talked about it. Uh, the first surprise of the night was the Motor City Machine Guns. I never thought that would happen. I know they weren't on my surprise list. Literally all of my other surprises came true, but that was a shocker. Mm-hmm. It was. And they look good. They did. They look good. They went against the Rascals, and they won. And uh, this is pretty much a dream match. This match has never happened. So, And it was actually one of my favorite matches on the whole card good match how long have they been broken up uh i don't think they were ever officially broken up well i mean what since alex left um i think it's been like three years oh wow three years something like that three or four years yeah um so then we have moose versus tommy dreamer and um i really didn't like this match and it's mainly because I hate Moose. Like, I didn't like him before, and I really don't like him after I found out him and Ricochet trained to a Chance and Royce, who was a fucking pedophile. So, yeah, no. Also, I can say that because he was convicted. So, yeah. I couldn't get into that match. Um, The next match was the Knockouts Gauntlet. And the ladies in the match killed it. As usual. Which but, you um, predicted. There was one thing that I hated was they had... So Taya uh, drew number three and Johnny Bravo came out dressed as Taya because Taya didn't want to go out. And then like Taya and Rosemary finally came out and then he came out dressed as Rosemary. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't like that. Um, but Taya... Had Captain Hook gear. 
That's cool. I know. It was really cool. I liked it. It was awesome. Um, and Kylie Ray won the entire thing, and she entered at two. So you didn't like it because he was in drag or what? Like, I feel like the match was, like, really good. Mm-hmm. And, and then he came out and ruined it. Yeah. Unwarranted shenanigans. Unwarranted shenanigans. Which, that's coming from me, and I love shenanigans. But not those. Um, then, right after that happened, Heath Slater fucking showed up. Not looking, surprised. He's looking good. He's, he's ready. Um, they had him out there and um oh my god i can't even think of his name so they had one of the lower card guys come out i can't even think of his name and attack Heath slater and Heath pulled out some new wrestling moves ladies and gentlemen because you know he hasn't really been in a match that wasn't a joke in a long time and um they're teasing that him and rhino are gonna be a team again That'd be cute. They have more freedom to do what they wanted. I know. We're we're sitting there watching it. I was like, somebody break out the crackers and spray cheese. The team's back together. Do you like spray cheese? I used to like it when I was a kid. I know. And now I haven't like, had it as an adult, I don't it, think. The thought of it just is like, no. But as a yeah. kid, I was all about that. I was like, put it in my mouth and just I'm just gonna have spray cheese. And now as an adult, I'm like, what the fuck? It looks, it looks congealed. Yeah, it looks nasty. Apparently, Rhino likes it. So, all right. Um, next is Chris Bay versus Willie Mack for the X Division Championship. And see, this was a hard one for me to pick because I like both of them. I've met both of them, and I've seen them both live multiple times. <laughs> and I, I know Chris Bay. So. Um, that was me, like, me going, so, I don't know who to pick. I think I did choose Chris Bay, though, because I figured they were going to push him, so. Um, but the match was very good. Like, I actually enjoy seeing the two of them together, and you wouldn't think, but I, I actually enjoyed it. It was a good match, which I think I've seen the two of them against each other before live, but I don't remember. I don't know. But um, Chris Bay won. So that was exciting. I don't even know who that is. How do you know him? Is he from Arizona? Uh, he would wrestle in CWFAZ and Party Hard. Yeah. And he knows somebody who's been a guest on the show. Huh. But I don't think they're friends anymore. But who cares? Um, anyway, um, the North versus Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock. I wanted to like this match. Uh oh. I wanted to because I like the North and I like Sammy Callahan. He's one of my favorites in Impact. But Cam Shamrock just brought it down. Hmm. I just couldn't do it. I was like, really? You're like 57,000 years old. Why are you in this match? No offense to him, but why? And um, I thought they deserved more. But Sammy, um, Sammy had to carry the, the whole team, basically. Um, yeah. And also, this is where I thought Gales and Anderson were going to show up. 
And I think everybody else did as well. Everybody's like, oh my God, this is it. This is where they're coming. And they didn't. <laughs> but um, at the end, Motor City Machine Guns came out and challenged the North for the tag titles, which happened tonight. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about it here in a little bit because it was a good match that I would recommend. Um, Deanna Prazo versus Jordan Grace for the Impact Women's Championship. Very good match. They're both super talented. I just don't like that Deona went over so easy. Oh, I just am shocked. I like I, when we were talking about this last week. I was like, oh, I don't think she'll win. I just don't think she's that great. You know what I figured? Why I don't like her, and I figured it out tonight. It's her voice. She's boring. Her voice. I can't. I just can't listen to it. She's just boring to me. Like. I want to like her because she's good. But then she talks, and then I'm like, I can't like you. Your voice is annoying. She's just boring. She needs somebody to talk for her. Like, she's really good in the ring. I don't think so. Other, she was yesterday and was the day week before. But I don't know. I, I think it's the voice and the personality. What personality? Exactly. Um, so then the match that we've all waited for, Addie Edwards versus Rid- uh, oh, I almost gave away one of the surprises, versus ASOS and versus Trey versus a mystery opponent. Oh, yeah. Who was the mystery opponent? Well, let's talk about how convoluted they made this. Uh-oh. This was the only time I said that, which for WWE, I would have said it multiple times. So it's just the one time I said it. Um, so they, they're like, okay, here comes the mystery opponent. And Rich Swan comes out. Ugh. And he's signed to the WWE. Or not WWE. He is? Impact. Oh. He's signed to Impact. Sorry. He signed with Impact. And uh, I'm like, please tell me there's another person coming. Because if this is it, this is bullshit. Well, the mystery person finally came out and it was Eric Young. Which you predicted it could be. I did predict. We had two predictions out there and it was EC3 and Eric Young. Also, we said Eric Young was going to win if he was the mystery person. Well, that didn't happen. (laughs) But, you know what's crazy? I said it was either going to be the mystery person or Eddie Edwards and guess what? Eddie Edwards won! Also, I figured out Sunday and then tonight, he's actually really hot. So how did um, Eric Young act? Like old Eric Young from TNA? Um, kind of a mix. Mix of sanity Eric Young and old Eric Young. Huh. Yeah, kind of like it though. But you know, the funny thing is I haven't heard him talk in so long. I was like, that's his voice? <laughs> what? What? That's his voice. That's a pretty and I was, like, voice. I was like, oh, he's like 50. And I was like, he's 40. I think it's the no hair. Could be. Like, I, I'm so used to seeing him with hair that the no hair is just kind of like, oh, that's different. Hmm. That's, that's new. Okay. Um, but Eric Young came out, and uh, he was the Eric Young of old. Pun intended. Um, he went out there, and it he was like Eric Young circa – like the middle of the ODB angle. I was like, oh, look at him go. 
But within five minutes of the match started, he was bleeding. Aw. And I was like, is that on purpose? Did you, were you just like, oh my God, I'm out of the WWE. Guess what my first thing I'm going to do is? Blood. Um, Yeah. So he he cut his head open within the first five minutes. Wow. Yeah. I'm not surprised. But um, the match was actually very good. And can we just talk about, there was one move in there that was absolutely insane. Uh, Trey hit a sliding Canadian destroyer. Yeah. Uh, he slid across the ring, got um, Ace Austin on the on the apron, and did the Canadian destroyer to the floor. Hmm. But it was like really fast, so then it looked like holy shit. And everybody's talking about it, even Bray. Bray's talking about it. Interesting. Yeah, but guess what? It was a really fucking awesome. Um. But Eddie Edwards won. And again, I figured out that I think he's attractive. So, hey, win-win for everybody. He like, he's like? attractive in the way of he looks like a normal guy that I would go out with. Let me look. He's an attractive man. Also, he's married, though, and his wife's awesome. So, you know, good for her. Good for Alicia. But he's cute. He's cute, right? Mm-hmm. Um... So, after Eddie wins, uh, Ace Austin comes back with his uh, giant, Madman Fulton. And guess who shows up? Who? Gallows and Anderson. So they come out. What kind of music do they have? Do they have music? What kind of music do they have? It kind of reminds me a little bit of like old Aces and Eights. Mixed with like a little bit of like more guitar, huh. a little more electric guitar. Uh, but also they drink like every time they're out now. Uh. Yeah, they're drinking. Yeah, I like it though. It's kind of like a Stone Cold angle. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, they've turned into Stone Cold. Not bad. So um, Gallows comes out. Helps uh, Eddie against Ace and Madman Fulton. They pull the magic killer on Madman Fulton. And then they and Eddie all share a drink in the ring. And I was like, I like this. Snaps for that. But then all of a sudden the screen goes black and it's EC3. (laughs) Um, But I really did enjoy it. I thought the show was really good. It was very good. Uh, definitely better than Extreme Rules. Definitely. Yeah. By a long shot. Better than Extreme Rules. All right. So, uh, our July 18th news update for where everybody is. Um, currently at Impact, Gals Anderson, Eric Young, Heath Slater, EC3, and announced tonight, Kurt Hawkins. Um, as implied on the Ring of Honor Strong podcast, Mike and Maria may be going to Impact or Ring of Honor. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Sarah Logan pregnant. <laughs> so the current people we are waiting on is Ryder, Rowan, Rusev, Aiden English, No Way Jose, Curtis Axel, and Cassie Sono. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, some of those we kind of know. Rusev, I'm pretty sure, is going to New Japan. I hope Ryder's got to be going to AEW. I hope he. I hope Aiden goes with Rusev to New Japan. He might. Can you imagine the Rusev day angle in New Japan? That would be incredible. Just saying. Mm-hmm. They'd love it. That I'd love it. They'd love it. It'd be great. Um, no Way Jose did come out with a filmed promo that dropped shortly after midnight on July 18th. Um, he got a really good promo. He's got a new look, a new gimmick, and there's no word on where he'll show up. Huh. Um, Leo Rush said that he's going to have his final wrestling match because he wants to be a rapper now and his oh, shit Lord. interview will be in the form of an album. Of course it will. Yes. Uh, Tino Sabatelli, who was released from NXT on April 15th, is on AEW Dark today. Huh. Um, Hawkins, Ryder, Gallows, and Anderson all announced new action figures coming in 2021. Also, I thought it was really cool that, like, I, I, okay, I don't say this a lot about Zack Ryder, but I'm just going to say it. Hawkins and Ryder's action figures have action figures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good grief. I kind of like it. Then I got to thinking, does Gallows and Andersons have beer? That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. I'd buy it. I'm already going to buy them, but I'd buy it even more. Um... Also, talking Chopamania from the trailer, we saw Hawkins writer Mike Maria Heath Enzo Chavo Guerrero. Am I missing anybody? Hold on, there was a poster. Fuck, I'm not missing anybody. Sorry, I just looked at Jay White. <laughs> oh, Jay White. What a man. Here, I'll Where look at the it. poster. I saw the poster. They didn't have everybody on the poster. Here, I'm looking at. Obviously, Gallows and Anderson will be on Talking Chopamania, as is Rocky Romero. Which makes me wonder, will, uh, what'd you call it? Will anybody Rhino. from New Japan? What? Oh, Rhino. Rhino. Hot Asian wife. A Hornswoggle. Oh, yeah, Hornswoggle was there. Rock and oh. Roll Express, looks like. Mm, probably. Because, you know, Gals and Anderson do think that they're Rock and Roll Express in some ways. Uh, fake Sting. Let's see. Oh, Raven's Flock is there. Remember in WCW or ECW how Raven had the flock? Mm-hmm. They're there. Also, I feel like I need to get you that Guerrero shirt that Chavo had on. What do you think? Did I see that? Where? In the, in the, in the, in the trailer. I mean, if it's a Guerrero shirt, I want it. I think it's on Chavo's Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, Maria's in her one-piece swimsuit. Which, you know what? I love me a one-piece swimsuit. I wish I could. I think sometimes you have to be even skinnier to wear a one-piece. I know. Oh, Teddy Long. Teddy Long. Teddy Long's in it. Uh, remember back when, uh, Zack Ryder was on ECW the first time and he pulled the guy's um, trunks off. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that guy, the guy he pulled the trunks off is on there. And I think he's going to face Zack Ryder. And uh, you know what? I have a feeling his trunks are coming off. Huh. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Swinger is in it, but they didn't have him in the trailer. That's just what Gala said is they have Johnny Swinger in it. Which Johnny Swinger. made a gif of Maria in her bathing suit. Um, oh, Chico, which is Rocky Romero as a luchador. Ed faces Chavo. I wonder who knocks Enzo out. I hope it's Johnny Swinger. Oh, yeah, and then Gellis and Anderson in the Boner Yard match. With, Boner Yard. <laughs> with fucking... <laughs> I just love the part where it pans to Hawkins and, and Heath Slater, and they're on the lawn chairs just drinking, doing commentary. I feel like that's a mood. But anyway... Yes. That is the update for July 18th so far. Um, Extreme Rules now. I'm still trying to find the video. Okay, well, you need the video? Well, I was, yeah, I was trying to remember if I had watched it all of it or not. Yeah, I can send it to you again. Um, Extreme Rules. Jen, did you watch Extreme Rules? Parts. Um, it wasn't very exciting. No. Um, and the I Sasha also, Bailey thing was stupid. It it was truly stupid. Truly stupid. Like I just don't understand why you have to give everything to Sasha and Bailey. I don't get it. Like one belt, yeah, the tag belts, sure. Every belt? No. Poor Fuck Oscar. No. What? Poor Oscar. Poor Oscar. Poor Nikki Cross. They both were screwed. Um, so I made a list of the things that I liked because I thought everything else was bullshit. So I made a list of the things I liked. You ready? Oh, yes, I do want that Guerrero shirt, by the way. Uh, I think it's on his pro wrestling tees. It's a good shirt. I like it. Um... Uh, number one on my list of things that I liked because I feel like this is easier than what I didn't like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the intro to the show because it was spooky. Oh, Teddy Long's there. Did we say that? I said Teddy Long. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said Teddy Long. Um, I liked the intro to the show because it was spooky. Why was part of it weird to you, though? Like, the Bray is the vampire. That was weird. I, I have a whole paragraph about that down here. So hold on, because I figured it out after watching it three times. <laughs> I had to watch it three times, though, to figure it out. And I usually don't have to watch it three times. Usually I'm like this with whatever he does. This time I was like, what the fuck are you doing? But then I'm like, ah, I get it now. Um, I really liked the intro because it was scary and it reminded me of a horror movie. Number two, I like that Shin and Cesaro one. It's about goddamn time. Yes, that was good. Yes. Uh, Vampire Bray. Originally, I thought it was the worst thing that could have happened, but then I watched the whole pay-per-view through, and then I realized I actually liked it because everything else was dog shit. <laughs> so, but that's that's also saying something. But my only thing that I would do is I think they were trying to do like, you know how Elvira was like campy whore? I feel like mm-hmm. they were trying to do that, but failed, and I would have made it more campy. 
But why make him campy at all? Because if that if if we're gonna make this show that fucking terrible, why not make fun of it? I guess. Yeah. But I kind of liked it for other reasons than watching the show. But hey, whatever. Um, also, the swamp match. I liked that he chained Braun to the rocking chair because I've had sex fantasies like that. And I like that. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, oh and um, hold on. I like when he tried to drown Braun. I mean, mood. It's a mood. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also, I liked the demented dolls. I feel like it was more the aesthetic that got mm-hmm. me than the actual um, match. Um, also, mm-hmm. I liked that they had Braun make Alexa Bliss sister Abigail because I feel like they've maybe, I mean, not like, not like, you know, in real life, but kayfabe have been fucking this whole time. So I like that. So you think that was Braun's manifestation of Sister Abigail, yeah. not the real sister? I feel Abigail. like re- the real Sister Abigail is still a puppet, hmm. or she's elusive. I feel like Braun, because you know how much Bray loves Sister Abigail. I feel like Bray beat down Braun so much that he manifested his own Sister Abigail, which is Alexa, because he loves Alexa so much. That makes sense. Yes. But I like that. And I hate how everybody's saying she's a sister Abigail. Because obviously she's not. Because Abby the Witch is a puppet. And she is the manifestation of Sister Abigail as a puppet. And that doesn't look like Alexis. So there you go. Yeah. Plus is it she like dead? Or a puppet. Or Uh dead. Or a manifestation of Bray's imagination. Hmm. I can't tell one of the three. I mean, yeah. So, um, also, I like that he wore the tank top and the dark pants again. That was a good look. As you can tell, I hated the These are all superficial things here. Oh, also, why... Oh, here's a couple other things. Why is my wedding reception venue in the background? The shed with the twinkly lights. Why was that in the background? That's my wedding reception venue. Also, why is Alexa Bliss wearing my wedding veil from my Pinterest? It's just... That's all I had. Hmm. <laughs> that's very that's... insightful. Yes. It's very technical. <laughs> I love how I'm like, I liked his pants. They were nice. <laughs> I liked her veil that was off my Pinterest. Oh my gosh. I can't lie. I didn't uh, I hated the show. I just again I really liked liked the vampire Bray. I liked the Shin and Cesaro. I liked the intro and I liked the superficial things of the fucking swamp match. Everything else was crap. Also when Seth one puked, I wanted to puke too. Hmm. I didn't like that, but I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, and the other thing, not so much on the like list, it was, where is the bar fight match? Did we just, like, not do that? Or did we just... Oh, that's right! Did we just forget about it? 
That's right. What happened? I don't know. Did did somebody not show up? Did somebody get the virus? Did Jeff get arrested? (laughs) Did Jeff get arrested? I don't know. Did Jeff finally grow a pair and say, hey, stop mocking my addiction? I doubt that. I doubt it, but you know. That that was on my notes. Good point. I forgot all about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait. Where's the bar match? Also, I did put down here as well. Why did they get rid of the bar? That was a really good tag team. And I kind of miss Seamus and Cesaro together, even though Cesaro's with Shinsuke. Yeah. It's not the same. It's not. See, I had some insightful points here. Well, not really about the show itself. No. But the show itself was absolute dog shit. Also, Bray liked the tweet where I called it absolute dog shit. So <laughs> I feel like I'm not the only one with this opinion here. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that ending was pretty bad. Yeah. Literally, I sat here going, that's it? Like, just... And I could book it better. Hmm. That's you know how I would book that match? How? I would go, if we're going to do campy, if we're doing campy vampire Bray, let's keep that theme going. We're just going to make fun of it, the fact that it's campy. Right? Yeah, I, like, I would have done it in the first place. Okay. But if we had to book it, right? If they're like, gun to your head, like, you have to book it. Like, it can't be taken off the show. Can't be done. Yeah, you have to book it. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I wouldn't have done super campy and then gone to super serious. But still put in Vampire Bray being a cheerleader. Hmm. Like, if you gotta do it one or the other. You gotta make it either super serious or you gotta make it super campy. True. Oh, I forgot one thing on my liked list. I liked that Ramblin' Rabbit put that the karaoke segment was the worst segment in, of all time. And then Bray said, shut up, Rabbit. We're not supposed to say that. And I agree with the Rabbit. <laughs> Ramblin' for life. I agree with the Rabbit, though. It, <laughs> that was, like, one of the worst segments of all time. So, um, Shout out to Ramblin' Rabbit. Agree. So, but anyway, I would either make it all campy or all serious. You can't have it both ways, right? True. True. Like, if you're watching fucking, like, that's what makes horror movies go from like, oh shit, that's a good horror movie, dude. Oh my god, what the fuck am I watching? This one's straight to DVD, didn't it? <laughs> yes. Also, also, I would have had more of the occult figures. Because think about it. Think about it this way. If you followed Bray as much as I have, and Jen's been along for the ride this whole time, he was a cult leader, right? Right. A cult leader. And there was a lot of occult figures in his occult leader. So what I would do at that point is I would bring up more of the cult stuff. Because he's supposed to be Bray from the cult, right? Mm-hmm. I did not see anything from the cult. I just saw him with a snake. And I don't know what the snake came from. I mean, from. that sounds like a cult. It kind of does. But then, like, I was like, okay, 
cool. But then Braun sets some random dude on fire. I'm like, okay, well, is he a follower? Is he just some random dude who happened upon the scene? Why is he in a black dress shirt? I don't get it. What's happening? Who's the dude? I mean, no random dude's going to happen upon a scene in a swamp. Exactly. But uh, I I wasn't explained to who he was. You know how I would have opened it? I would have opened the shot. And Bray is in the field. Think of his first vignette. He's in the field with the followers. He's preaching to the followers, right? Have the followers back. That would explain the random dude who caught on fire. Right? True. Unless he's just a swamp worker. He works on the... What is he, Bray's butler? He works on the... I don't know. I don't know. Someone's got to take care of things. Caretaker... Groundkeeper. He's a groundskeeper. He's a swamp he's Bray, taker. He's Bray's gardener. What? He's the swamp keeper. So he's the butler. He's got like a key, like a key ring with a bunch of skeleton keys on it. They go to like sheds and boathouses and stuff. Now, if we're going campy, then yes, he could be the swamp keeper. But if we're going serious, he could have a little boat and like a little. He could have his own like spotlight. He goes on his dilapidated boat was there. Well, he could have one of those boats with the fan on it. A fan boat? Yeah. A fan boat. Yeah, like they have in New Orleans. Also, if we're going with a fan boat, I request an alligator. Okay, he could have a pet alligator. Yeah. I think Bray should have a pet alligator. Mm -hmm, But the the swamp keeper would take care of the alligator. And you know what you name it? Allie, the alligator. Yeah. Yeah. And the swamp keeper could take care of it. Yeah. It's Allie the Alligator because that is the best name to name an alligator. Also, it's Allie after the notebook. Mm, And it's a girl alligator. Not a boy. It's a girl alligator. Mm -hmm. And if it's a boy alligator, we're going to name it... Alvin? Yes. I like it. Mm. You get it? Yes, Alvin. Alvin the Alligator after Alvin and the Chipmunks. And plus, that is the best name to name a male alligator. Yeah. Now, if it's a crocodile, or Alistair, Al- oh yeah. But then yeah. I feel like you're gonna run into Alistair Black and Alistair the alligator. I mean, yeah. but anyway, if it's a crocodile, you obviously have to name it Killer Croc after the Batman villain, obviously. Mm. But if it's a girl crocodile, I don't know. Huh. I've never thought about a crocodile. I've always thought about an alligator. Crocodile. You know what I mean? Christine. Uh, like the car, the possessed car. Yeah. 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 All right. If you're Vince, you'll probably name it Charlotte Flair, but okay. Huh. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So you have to make it either super campy with like an airboat and like a fucking groundskeeper and a talking alligator and like Bray, uh, you know, being a vampire and be like, hi, I'm going to suck your blood. Or you gotta make it super serious and you gotta make it a cult and fucking pentagrams and shit. Sacrifices. Sa- Demon sacrifices. I've been saying it for months. Demonic- Sacrifice Alley on the altar. Not the alligator. You gotta- Sacrifice the snake. Okay. Because it's a metaphor. Okay. Yes. You're going to sacrifice the snake, and then once the snake is done, you're going to pull Braun over to the pentagram, and you're like, you're next. And you're going to have a butcher knife, and you're going to scare the shit out of him. And you can do this because you saw a man's eyeball beforehand. So then 
anything about after the eyeball that it's is okay. true yeah plus seth vomited and you're not gonna really stab him you're just gonna threaten to stab him mm. yes yes also if you're gonna i still would have the alexa bliss thing because i like that but what i would have done beforehand is like that smackdown before i would have had alexa come up to me like braun don't do this Hmm. you don't need to do this he's like woman i have to and then walks off into the sunset to be sacrificed on a pentagram and then drowned it in the lake hmm. with the alligators hmm. or crocodiles either one makes sense yes see you can't do it just like fucking whatever they did it plus like if you're gonna do it can't be like yeah you got to make it absurd if you're going to go campy. You got to make it talking shop levels of absurd if you're going campy. But I feel like they like were just like, oh, just throw some scary shit. And then like there. So, yeah, that's how I would have done it. Hmm. Yeah. Also, if you're going campy, please put the puppets in. Like, we need more puppets. The groundskeeper could take care of the, the swamp keeper could take care of the puppets too. We need Ramblin' like popping up behind a rock and be like, do it, do it. <laughs> and then Bray's like, shut up. I'm like, oh, don't hurt the boy. He's just a boy. And Abby can just sit there and be like, why is this happening? <laughs> and I'll be like, fucking mood. Or <laughs> there you go. She'll say, fucking mood. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why it went that way. It's not that fucking hard. But also the vampire, it just means it should have went campy. Which if we're going campy, it would have been a great way to end it. Like, think about it. The Firefly Funhouse match was campy. Mm-hmm. Why are we all of a sudden switching up the, the formula here? That's true. Yeah. Why? I don't get it. Somebody, somebody give me the answer to that. Can't. Uh, nobody can. Nobody can. Yeah. Anyway, in other news, um, it looks like Kyrie Sane is done. But the yeah, everybody was tweeting her and everything. So yeah. Um. So. Yeah, and they said she might be on the pr- the raw that is next week, but it's pre-taped. But she's done. You know, she's supposed to go against Asuka last night, and she did not. I don't know. But she's going to go home and see her man and play with her dog and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey Ryan put out his apology video. It was an hour long. Did you watch it? No. I don't know. I wasn't going to watch <laughs> no, it. Yeah. We really don't care, because, yeah. Um, as I mentioned before, Moose Ricochet and Ricochet's girlfriend trained with convicted pedophile Chasen Ranch. Also, at that same time, there was a video of Chasen training with a underage girl while he's a pedophile. Hmm. Um, Gallows and Anderson were on BTE. Supposedly it was a fucking flashback scene, but I didn't like it one bit. You watched it? No, I just saw the thumbnail and I was like, I don't uh, like this one bit. 
I didn't watch it. I just said, what the fuck are you doing? And you know what? I should have watched it and then turned it off. That way it fucks with their watch time. <laughs> um, William Regal supposedly has a huge announcement on Wednesday about NXT. And what do you think it will be? Um, probably another pay-per-view. Hmm. Um, a rumor going around, Paula Cruz might have COVID. There's a lot of people missing. I know. I don't feel like Billy has it, though, because she was in uh, Peyton's YouTube video. And it wasn't recorded that long ago. Hmm. You never know. Yeah. Uh, Sonny is back in jail! We knew that last week. Well, she's still in jail. Nobody's surprised. (laughs) That nobody cares. Amount, the amount of concern everybody has for this. Nobody's surprised. Nobody cares. Um, and there was rumors going around that the NWA was shutting down, and it is confirmed not to be true. Well, that's good, but... Uh, Ric Flair's girlfriend has COVID. <laughs> Supposedly he doesn't. I thought he was married. Whatever the fuck she is. Oh. Girlfriend, wife, fiance... Where the fuck she is. I think they're married. She has it. And uh, he supposedly doesn't because he's living in the basement. Hmm. And his house has three floors. That's nice. I know. It's bougie. Uh, very bougie. Um, yeah. There was not much in the way of news, but then, like, everything else happened, so... <laughs> Uh, maybe there was news and we just don't know about it because, like, people are going places, people are doing things. Maybe it just balanced out. It just kind of balanced out. It really did. Um, but yeah. I thought it was interesting, though. Everything that happened. Oh, New Japan. There was a fucking moment that, like, I almost lost my shit, but then I realized what they were doing. Um, so, Evil, standing in the ring, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Right. He's sitting there, and Hiromu's there. And Hiromu's looking at him, and he unzips his jacket. He's wearing a Bullet Club shirt, but I'm like, oh, don't trust him. Don't do it. Don't trust him. And guess what? He's not in the Bullet Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, after the fact, there is some, uh, chatter on Twitter that Jay is getting really defensive and uh, Gato just said that he missed him and then Jay got really defensive about it and uh, now nobody doesn't know what to think and they're all kind of infighting but Jay's just taking everything really literal and like very sensitive about everything. Huh. Um, yeah. Interesting. Like Gato's like, I miss you guys. He's like, what's that supposed to mean? And Cam was like, I miss you too. So, yeah. Jay just feels really defensive about everything. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, Jay, it's going to be all right, buddy. Just, just calm down. You're all right. I promise. Everything will be okay. Just take a deep breath. Let's see. The past tweets he said. Gato said, you're my boy. He's like, oh, now you're evil's boy? (laughs) Oh, boy. 
Jay, what's happening? What's happening, buddy? I swear. We'll see what happens. Because Jay's teasing he's going somewhere on July 25th. And I don't know how the fuck he'd get back in Japan right now. Uh -uh. Especially when he lives in Florida. Not Unless happening. he's been quarantining in New Zealand and we we don't know it. and That's true. Yeah, it could be, but I don't think so. so. Yeah, he's teasing he's going somewhere. If And if he shows up, I will lose my shit, but rightly so. Right? Mm-hmm. Rightly so. so. Um, yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about Impact tonight. Let's talk about Impact tonight. Um, some quick little notes about Impact tonight. Um, Chris Bay and Willie Mack had a rematch. It was very good. Um, so Josh is on commentary with Madison Rain, and they're actually married, and they fight like a married couple on commentary. <laughs> um, the Good Brothers are there, and uh, they cut a really good promo about how they're going to impact now. Ace Austin and Madman Fulton came out, attacked the Good Brothers, and the Good Brothers got them right back. Um, Heath Slater still can't get in the building, and Rhino doesn't answer his phone. <laughs> Hawkins is an impact, as we mentioned before. Eddie Edwards coming out, looking like a snack, talking about how he's going to have an open challenge for his belt. And then Eric Young comes out, and he says he made it so that Eddie Edwards is the champion, now he's going to get his belt back. Which hmm. I don't know why it's his belt. He was gone for five years. Um, but Trey Miguel will get the uh, challenge next week against Eddie Edwards for the belt. Um, EC3 showed up and destroyed Moose. I was happy about that. Uh, Gals Anderson were attacked by Reno Scum in the parking lot because they were paid by Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Um, rest, the Wrestle House starts next week, which is Big Brothers for... Big Brother for wrestlers. Sounds like a good time. Uh, next week, we're going to get Reno Scum versus the Good Brothers in their Impact debut. And Eddie Edwards versus Trey for the Impact Championship. And we have new Tag Team Championships. Motor City Machine Guns beat the North. Yay. Yay. Um, uh, Mike and Maria were on Ring of Honor Strong. And uh, it was actually a really good listen. I actually felt really bad for them. For how they're treated and how people I don't know them. if I feel bad for them. Because, I mean, they re-signed too. Like, I don't know. I think my thing is... I think Mike re-signed because Maria wanted to be there so bad. You know what I mean? But why after he talked about how bad everybody treated him when he was in rehab and all that? Like, but he like, wasn't why? in rehab. Or rehab, or whatever it was. He said, when like, Maria nobody called him. Rehab. When he said that nobody called him to check on him and all that stuff, like. But here's the thing is, this is what I'm really thinking is Maria just kind of was like, I need to end my career here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, she had this idea that she had to end her career in the WWE. And I think he just, you know, when you're married, you do things for you know your spouse yeah, that makes sense but so i think maybe that's what he did and because when i mean i think it makes sense because when they were called mike was like i know it's gonna happen like 
he's like, and I don't really care. But like when it happened to Maria, he got really fucking upset because um, like what happened was like when they called him, they were like, hey, Mike, um, because obviously Mike knew that people were getting released. They were like, hey, Mike, um, we're going to release you. Mike was like, all right, cool. Like, you didn't really care. And then he was like going to hang up the phone. Like, no, wait, we need to talk to your wife. Uh-huh. And then he was like, you motherfuckers, how dare you? Because she was still on maternity leave, too. Right. So I think, like, that had a lot to do with it as well, as she kind of thought, oh, they're not going to fire me because I'm on maternity leave. You're not technically supposed to fire anybody on maternity leave. Right. But obviously they don't care. Um, and I felt bad just for the day that it happened because, like, they had gone to a doctor's appointment for their son and he's two months old and, like, it was a good day and they're getting all this good news that their son's healthy and then, like, that happens. Huh. So I felt bad. I mean, yeah, they shouldn't have re-signed, but, like, I can kind of see why Mike would have done it. You know. Happy wife, happy life. I get it, but but at the same time, Maria shouldn't have been on the internet running them down either. If she if she ended up resigning, like if you Maybe really they thought that there. they weren't going to, and then the Brinks truck was backed up, and then they're like, "Oh, all right." Maybe. Hey, money talks. But that wouldn't be her wanting to end her career, though. That would be money. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, look at Gallows and Anderson. They were visibly pissed yeah and they still resigned so money talks i mean when you have a kid and you don't have a retirement account and you got to take care of your kids and you know make sure you have enough money to like live the rest of your days i get it like i get it but i think maybe also they were lulled into this sense of oh no we're a family here Think about your kids. Think about your livelihood. True. I think they were maybe lulled into that. Not so much by Vince, but maybe by Hunter. They were just like, you know, like that. And also, Mike did say that Hunter kind of was like, oh, well, we'll find a spot for you. You could go to 205, which he said he loved being on 205. Like, he said the difference with 205 is you get, like, because Vince and Hunter, I mean, Hunter cares, but Vince really doesn't give a fuck about 205. You can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. Like, nobody really ever looks at it. So you can right. go out there and do whatever you want. That makes sense. Yeah. So he was like, he loved being there. And he kept telling Hunter, like, I want to go to NXT. And Hunter's like, okay, well, let me talk to Vince and let me see what I can do. And Vince kept telling him no. And that, that's why Hunter was like, oh, well, you can go to 205. And then he really loved doing 205. And then they're like, oh, hey, we need you on Raw to do the storyline with huh. your wife. Yeah. So it kind of was sucky because, you know, he actually did really like being on 205. You know, he enjoyed it. Probably if they kept him there, he probably would have, and not fired him, obviously, but he probably would have stayed around longer. Right. You know. Um, plus the guy who helps Hunter lead 205 Live, um, Adam Pierce, he's actually <coughs> one of the old showrunners from Ring of Honor. 
So like Mike knew him and had like a good relationship with him. Right. So, and he was still like, he had that ring of honor mind frame, which I could see it. If you like stay and watch 205 live, a lot of their matches are kind of like ring of honor matches. I mean, when Adam took over, but you know, which, because the last time I was there, we saw Mike. It had to have been. Yeah, it was the last SmackDown we went to. I think Mike had a match on 205, huh. and it was really good. It was a very good match. Which, like, the, I remember looking at my brother and even saying, that was better than the matches on SmackDown. <laughs> like, that was, yeah, that was better than the matches on SmackDown. I'm confused. <laughs> so, but, you know, I, I really think they're going to go to Ring of Honor, and I think Mike even said, like, just the thought that he could go be a wrestler again and not a sports entertainer, like, that's just worth it. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, I think, and also I think probably the company, WWE, probably put a lot of ideas in these guys' heads, like, oh, well, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make any money. Your lifestyle, you know, you're not going to be able to have your same lifestyle. You're not going to be able to do this. Your kids aren't going to be able to have this. Like, I really think that was a lot, which is super petty. Like, if you're discussing business, you shouldn't bring people's kids into it. Right. That's true. So, I think that probably had a lot to do with a lot of these people. Because even Gallows and Anderson said everybody they know that has been released got a call that said, hey, we'll bring you back for a fourth of what you were paid. Hmm. And you, every single person, you know what they said? No. Fuck you. <laughs> Other than I think Drake Maverick. I think they probably offered Drake and he went. Yeah. But like everybody else has been like, fuck off. Don't talk to me. Which is good. They should say fuck off. I don't think they should. You know, you need to. Know unfortunately, you need to gamble on yourself. Know your worth. Know your worth. You need to know how much you're worth and you need to, I mean, if it comes down to gambling on yourself and what you can do and your talent, then you got to do it, you know? I mean, look look how it worked for FTR and Mox. True. They're in a better place. Look how well it worked for <clears throat> look how well it worked for Kenta. How is Mox and FTR in a better place. FTR is doing really well. Unfortunately. <laughs> I hate to say it. But as well as you can do when you're under the ceiling of the elite. I mm. say. And Mox is only doing well because he really doesn't have to show up. That's true. But I mean, if you look at Japan. Let's look at Japan. Mox bet on himself and went to Japan. How, do, how well did he do? Good. Kenta. Kenta, I think, is probably one of the better examples. He's in Bullet Club now. He's in Bullet Club. He's hap- He's entirely happier. Like, you could even see it. He's like... You know. I think, I think people just need to realize when you're in the WWE, your happiness accounts for something. That's true. Like... If you're just going to be pissed off all the time, what's the point of being there? 
you know, you just have to – shit, I hate to say it because I hate the guy, but TJP's even doing better. <laughs> Austin Aries isn't, but he – I think he digs his own graves. Oh, yeah. Remember when we thought he was hot? Mm-hmm. What happened? He opened his mouth. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> Guys, like – I I look back at like all this stuff that we talked about like when we first started the podcast <laughs> and I was like what were we thinking <laughs> like really uh. what were we thinking like if you look back to where we started the show and to now it's like night and day <laughs> We were all like, oh my god, I love the Young Bucks. Oh my god, the Lee. <laughs> now we're like, they're horrible people. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it's so funny to me that it's, I'm just like, oh my god. If you only knew. And we were like, oh my god, this wrestler, we saw them. <laughs> now we're like, yeah. <laughs> we saw them. Cool. Lots changed. A lot has changed. And yet a lot has stayed the same. True. Yeah. A lot. For one, me about to fall asleep. Yeah. In the bit, like always. Also, us being thirsty bitches. That's true. Yeah. We need to have more episodes where we're thirsty bitches. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm saying. Because those are fun. Those very fun. Those are very fun. So, Anyway, guys. So I think before Jen goes to sleep, I think that is all for today. It was a lot. It was a lot. We had a lot to cover. Oh, also Shawn Michaels is 55 today. Mm. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Shawn Michaels. You are now qualifying for AARP. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get those hotel discounts. <laughs> That's just weird. It is weird. It's very weird. Anyway, um <laughs> now that that's strange. That's a strange way to end the show. <laughs> but hey, whatever. Anyway, um, next week, I, I hate when, I, when we say this because then shit always hits the fan when we say this. Maybe there's going to be a break where we can be thirsty bitches again. There might be. There might be. Because next week, I think all we'll cover, um, it looks like we might only cover Impact. Huh. That might be our only, oh, New Japan. I think that's going to be it, though. We'll see. Maybe, hopefully, more time to uh, be thirsty bitches. <laughs> what? We have fun when we're thirsty bitches. Oh, that's true. We do. We at least have fun. Maybe we'll record when Jen has time and we'll drink some drinks and be thirsty. I still want to read Fifty Shades of Grey, but I have to get a copy of the book. Do I need to go to the thrift store? No, I need to see if I can find it. I haven't been able to find it except on Amazon for like 50 bucks. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. Seriously. 
I bet we could ask on Twitter and people would be like, I have it. You can have it for free. <laughs> Probably. I was thinking about, like, if we did a Patreon reading Twilight. But, like, <laughs> when I read it, I'm not going to do it, like, legitimately reading the book. I'm just mm-hmm. going to be like, okay, then Bella was a psycho bitch. <laughs> and- Paraphrase. Yeah, and then she ran into the forest. <laughs> oh, look, Emmett showed up. He's, like, one of the best characters. Oh, my gosh. I mean, let's be real. Emmett and Alice and Jasper had their shit together. It's true. So did Rosalie. I feel like she's very, like, misunderstood. She is. True. She is. And who knows, maybe... Oh, we missed another birthday. Mojo Raleigh's birthday. Oh, yeah. It was his birthday. Yay. <laughs> That's an important birthday. It is. I'm sure he had a great time. I don't know. The bars are closed. <laughs> I'm sure he found something to do. I'm sure he had his own bar at home. I'm sure he's fine. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Um, but, yeah. I mean, think about it, guys. He had a birthday. Shawn Michaels has a birthday. It's Jen's favorite men in life. <laughs> Jay White having a birthday and we'd have a great time. That's true. Yeah. Plus, it's my brother's birthday on Thursday and huh. his wife's birthday on Saturday. Huh. Lots of birthdays. Sounds like it. Tons of birthdays happening, guys. Just not ours. No. No. Not yet guys i'm gonna get jen like the best birthday (laughs) it might just be a shit ton of carl anderson shirts but it's gonna happen hey that works yeah i'll get her the soft fit tank top and she'll she'll just love it uh but anyway guys hopefully we can be thirsty bitches next week because i need some time to be thirsty i'm bored with my life (laughs) what i am like jen never wants to be a thirsty bitch anymore and it just sucks <laughs> i never have the energy to be a thirsty bitch she does and i do so then i'm like who am i gonna talk about it with <laughs> damn it oh man i mean it's kind of a mood it definitely is yes so jen you're gonna get like some sleep and then drink and then we'll be thirsty Okay, but we'll need some, some talking points. You have to get some. Well, yeah. There you go, guys. I'll put it on Twitter, too, but send us some talking points of being a thirsty bitch you want to hear us talk about. Oh, gosh. About wrestling. About wrestling, not yeah. about ourselves. No. No. I mean, it will kind of be about ourselves, but not about ourselves. selves. Right. Yeah. Anyway, until next week, we bid you adieu. Bye. Bye.